Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. We're recording. And you're listening to this at a future date. But since my name's... Let's get an introduction because I want to do something real quick. Because that referenced somebody. My name's Adam. I'm joined by... Jay Hall. Luke Harper. A lot of days on Twitter. You know what today is. So, since we're recording this beforehand, I just want to get out of the way. Can you believe who showed up on AEW Dynamite as the leader of the Dark Order? I could not believe it was, insert name here. Can you believe it that they finally made their debut? Their debut, as some might say. As only great people say, debut. Their debut here in AEW. Well, I'm not sure if it is, insert name here, or someone else but can you not believe it hey i've got an inside scoop that somebody amazing showed up on aw last night inside scoop who is it they wouldn't tell me oh they talked to a certain ass man but i told him watch out Ooh. that man he loves to kick him he loves to stick him he loves to lick him he loves to kiss him he's an ass man he is I don't think we agree on who it's going to be, though. Because from the stuff I've been seeing... It's just Jake the Snake Roberts. It, I mean, I thought it was going to be Jake Manning, but... Ooh. No, no, it's going to be Tent. My bad, I fucked that up. Ooh, you did tent. fuck that up. Tent. Uh, no, I think it's going to be Matt Hardy. I don't know if he's going to be... The Young Bucks were in the final deletion. They were in that. Um, The day... What was it, Sunday, I believe, when he said he was going to let his contract go or expire? Like, an hour or two later, AEW tweeted out, the Exalted One is near. I mean, there's a lot of... We also can agree that they never knew who the Exalted One was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can also agree that it should not be Lance Archer. (laughs) Yes! No, actually, yes. I think it should be. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because that would make me care even less about the Dark Order. Or just the same. Like, I would. Because if it is somebody else, like if it is Brody Lee, Mm -hmm. who I keep getting uh, confused with another Brody on the indies right now. Who may or may not be a king. (laughs) Who may or he is a king. Um. So I'm like, yeah, Brody King, head of the Dark Order. I can, yeah. <laughs> like you get all excited, and you're like, oh, wait. It's Brody Lee, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So, but I feel like if it was him or Hardy, I would have to care about it. I think you're going to have to care about it. But if it was Lance Archer, I could give two fucks. Why do you hate Lance Archer? It doesn't interest me. I do not like that Warhawk. Do you miss his... What I assumed was his Weezer tramp stamp? No, I don't miss anything about him. I've never missed him. He can put on some good matches. Don't care. Don't care about him. Just don't like his look. Don't like, I mean, I just don't think that they should be signing 36-year-olds at the end of their career that haven't done anything. Ouch. For multi-year contracts. Are you Hardy, on the other hand, sign him as a second year. Well, then, then with that comment out open in the air like that, then what are your feelings on them signing Colt Cabana? Yes. Colt Cabana Uno Numero Uno. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uno okay. Numero Uno? Hell yeah. This is why I think it's okay to sign Colt Cabana. Without Colt Cabana, none of... God, this fucking cold. Or whatever the hell is wrong with me. Colt Cabana, without him, there would be no AEW. I would pay him 60000 just to sit in the corner a year. Just be like, hey, Colt, here's 60000 Stick the J- Just because? Just because. We can. We've got this money, Mark money. We can give you sixty k a year. Which is probably not. I mean, I know he probably makes... Way more than that, but just say, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Here's 60K. Thank you. Just as a appreciation. Right. 
kind of like you see like the mobsters do in the movie. They're like, hey, here's here's this out of token of gratitude. You give them a token of gratitude. Would you not do that? I mean, I would do what they did and just give him a contract. Yeah. And then use him wherever because he's a triple threat, if not a more multifaceted threat. I hope can still do his commentary for $5 wrestling. I hope that doesn't. Oh, I don't see that being a problem at all. You don't think so? No. No, they'll totally, be, they'll totally be fine with that. I hope so. I know a lot of people are hoping he can still do NWA. I would think so. I mean, I know they the deal is he can do indie dates. Yeah, I mean, like, so. there's so many people on AEW that can do that. I think it's, like, indie dates as long as it's not televised. Oh. But NWA's not televised. Yeah, but it still shows on, like, YouTube, and I guess that could count as Yeah, but they've televised. done, like, stuff that's shown on, like, high spots and stuff, like, like a VOD. That could be considered a video on demand. Maybe. For those that did not know what a VOD was. Mm, dropping some knowledge. Mm-hmm. Some lingo. Speaking of Cole Cabana, you know what I watched the other day? Because he dropped it on his YouTube page. When he was pronounced the father of MJF at AIW. Oh, it was magical. It was so, so magical. I know. Now he's with his son. Yeah, they're both working in the same company I know together. He needs to get a hold of his son. His son's uh, being a bit of a of a jerk. Oh, you don't he's say. He's a little bit of a jerk. Well, let's, let's get... out with the wrong crowd. Well, let's... That Wardlow, <laughs> terrible person for him to be hanging out with. Bad influence. Well, let's, let's, let's get into that then. I want to pronounce Wardlow. I don't like... That name. Yeah. Well, real quick, though, before we get into that, let's go ahead and say that make sure you listen all the way to the end of the podcast because we are doing a giveaway. Yeah, we are for our Facebook and Twitter. Two tickets each yes. to Pro Wrestling Conquest. I mean, we could just get it over with no, right we'll now. There's we'll no tell like we'll tell them at the end. There's no, like, secret word. No, we tell them at word the end. that, you, you know, you have to drink more Ovaltine. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga, indeed. Um, I've totally lost my train of thought. But just listen to the end of the podcast. We'll tell you how to win them. If we don't forget. Oh, we're not going to forget. I hope not. I'm not going to forget. All right. I'm like an elephant, baby. I don't forget. We'll see. Okay, well, uh, let's get into the big show of the weekend. AEW Revolution. Oh, not the Stone Cold podcast with the big show? No. That was not the big show? And not one of the Evolve shows that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. Mm-hmm. Although I did get on the app last night to see if it, they were on there yet, and they weren't on there. At mm-hmm. least on mine. I don't know. It's I always feel like I'm a couple days late. You wore with app. Raw. Oh, before we get into AW, something big happened in Raw. And I don't know. I love it with all my heart, with all my soul, all my being. If this is what I think it is, I swear to God. They finally, finally, all I had to do, all you had to do was just ask. Just ask. Poli- politely. That's all somebody else, somebody had to do. And that kind, gentle soul was no way Jose. Can I ask you to politely fuck off with this? He asked Rowan what was in his cage. And he pulled out. The biggest, goofiest, fucking tarantula I've ever seen in my entire life. And he moved it. I think it moved on its own, but it was kind of like one of those, like, googly-ass things that you, like, if you shake it, it, like, moves. Yeah. So it felt like he had, like, he was controlling it with his fingers or something dumb. Like, maybe hitting buttons. I, I think is up there for me with the fiend mask. Of the time, dedication, somebody put into something I would like to describe as some good shit. Because of all the things that could have been in there, a goofy-ass tarantula, I don't know if I could ever picture it. And I, I would just love to be in a meeting that somebody was like, yeah, fake-ass tarantula. Because I told you, which I'm going to tell the whole world, what I wish was in it. Baked goods. But he's just a baker in his spare time. But he's just too shy 
and just not he just doesn't think that his baking skills are up to par so he's just he's letting them cool out or he's just thinking you know i'll bring my cookies i'll bring my pie to the match with me maybe somebody will say ooh rowan something smells good from that cage what you got in there and he says well, I've just got me some cookies in here, or a fresh baked pie, but I'm a little embarrassed by it because I just started baking the other day, just as of of a hobby. So I'm not, I don't know if this recipe is just right. And then somebody eats the cookie and they go, "Oh, Rowan, it is just right. You are the perfect baker," and they just laugh and laugh. Which one? Which one do you prefer? Which Neither one. I wish. Cage? I wish they would just thrown the cage in the fucking river and been done with it. <laughs> the rumor oh, for which like which one do you have? Which one you like better? Cage, uh, tarantula, or pie? Neither one. Oh, neither one. Option C. Then the rumor for like the last month has been there's just gonna be a spider for no reason. Like there I doubt they're ever gonna explain why they're just like it's a spider. You think he talks to it and it just knows his deepest, darkest secrets? Like a, his live journal? No, not at all. I mean, I'm still upset it's not a Dark Reign's rat. <sighs> Do you think he put in his live journal? Live journal? Dear live journal. Got me a big tarantula today. <laughs> no, I don't think any of that What do you think all. he feeds it? I don't know, the tears of wrestling fans because they have to watch that dumb shit? Hmm. Well, let's go to a promotion that does not have big spiders. Is that what is that is that is that what is missing for you? For AEW to put him over the top as goofy ass spiders. Uh-huh. Yep. Cody has his dog, but who has a big ass spider? I don't know, but he got a big ass neck tattoo that looks like shit. Oh, Fuck. There was a GoFundMe to have that shit removed. <laughs> he uh, he explained on the, this week's road to, I think it's Colorado's where they're going to be at this week. Yeah, Denver. About it. And it just, it like, apparently he's wanted to do it for a year. And I'm just like, why? Oh, he's thought about that shit for a year? Yes. No, he, that wasn't like, oh shit, I woke up. I'm getting this. No. He he's put legit thought into it for a year. Or longer. What was his reasoning by it? Puts his I neck on the line. It wasn't that. I Like, I could have even... I could have at least semi-gone with that. But no, I think the reason is he just wanted to get a tattoo of it. The dream tattoo. Wonderful. Right. Simple great meaningful i don't even mind him getting a tattoo of the nightmare logo just not on your neck but it, it's so visible he's it's his brand that's who he is all in baby well you don't see the rock having a big tattoo of a brahma bull on his neck no he's got that on his arm yeah and then he fucked that thing up <laughs> But you know, like it's. Ugh. I was just like, whatever. Would you dude. rather it on his hand? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere but his well. Anything anywhere but his neck and his face. Sure. But I feel like the face. He only is has given. two tattoos that we know of. Right. To me, that's just insane. Like I have two on my leg. And for me to be like, you know what? <laughs> this next one. Fucking neck. You know, like, I feel like that's when you have, like, no more room left. Right. Like, you've already got, like, full sleeves. Yeah, here you're just like, I'm going to get this one on my neck, because fuck it, why not? Not, I have two tattoos, and I'm going to get a huge, like, even if it was, like, a little logo on the back of his neck. Yeah, like, that would have been Like, fun. a collar could conceal. Like, Henry Rollins had the black flag bars, and I was like, oh, that would be always cool to get. Like, on the back of my neck. Because even, like, with a job, like, a collar could hide it. You know, right. like, it wouldn't be a visible tattoo all the time. Yeah. But that shit's, it's out there. 
It's out there. Nobody's loving it. It's forever. The opposite Kramer. Yeah. It's out there. Nobody's like, I don't loving it. I don't think Brandy even likes it. No. Well, he's got enough money to get it removed. The one thing also, I don't think I would have done a wrestling match with basically an open wound on. Because that's what it was. Because he got it done that morning, right? I thought he got it done like the day before. Oh, but fucking still. Yeah. All right, let's get to this. But but maybe if you're just that damn good, it don't matter. True. Let's get to this card. Let's figure out what match I may or may not have fell asleep during. I know what match you fell asleep through. I was right next to you. Real quick, though, before we do that, shout out to Vince and his dad for that sweet, sweet setup to let us watch that. That was pretty. I was kind of surprised. I got new life goals now. Start saving your money. I'm going to. Guess I'm not buying them Ninja Turtle toys. Bye bye, Castle Grayskull. <laughs> okay, looking at my notes here. Match one. Well, match one for me technically was SCU versus Dark Order, but that's a free show. No. Oh, Cabana came. He did. He tried to make the save. Mm. No, he was wrestling him then. Yeah, but it was a good match. Match one. When oh, side note: When I heard people talk about Colt Cabana and the Dark Order, I was like, "Shit, is he the evil? Is he?" <laughs> what would you do if he was the Exalted One? I'd be like, "Why are they wasting Colt Cabana with that?" Would that make you have to care about the Dark Order then? I don't know. I'd be really conflicted because it's just <laughs> like, why are you using Colt for that? Like that's cool, and I would have never expected it. But I don't think in all his years of wrestling. He's played a character like that, right? Like it, I don't, has it'd he be ever out of left field. Heel? I don't think so. At least not as Cole Cabana. I know, not even as Scotty Goldman. I mean, when he when he would wrestle at the Gathering of the Juggalos, he'd show up as a cop and be a heel because cops are heels at the Gathering of the Juggalos. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. Big props to that. All right, first match: Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. That was Jake Hager's. First match at First AEW. match in AEW, yep. Okay. Probably first match since he kicked some dude in the balls twice in his last Bellator that match. That was real wrestling. But that somehow makes him undefeated. He didn't lose. It was no contest. It should have it been a DQ. Undefeated. Should have been a DQ. Undefeated. I don't think you're allowed undefeated. to do that. You're not allowed to do that because... You were never been on uh, the Bianca Belair bandwagon. Don't be trying to jump on now. Did you enjoy Dustin making out with uh, Jake Hager's wife? Yeah, I thought that was cool. It was nice, like, I was just like, yeah, get back to yeah. Jericho's bitch. I didn't like those weird knee pads that he had because the one unfolded, and I was like, why does he have half of a... Can't <laughs> lay go on. And then he rolled it up, and I was like, well, that's still odd. He didn't come out to our truth song. That would have been pretty fucking cool. Like he did for his fight. Determination by our truth. <laughs> Ron, the truth feelings. I thought it was a good match, though. No, it was good. Yeah. Would it, would it, do you think, though, it should have been the opener? Yeah. Like, did it get, get you pumped for the rest of the card? Oh, no, but that, I mean,. It needed to be the opener. Like, get it out of the way? Because mm. do you think if it had been on later in the in the show, it wouldn't have been as good? You wouldn't, ha- you wouldn't feel as good about it? I would have felt the same no matter what. I mean, not the main event, but right. anywhere. Like, mid-card, sure. Opener, yeah. I feel like that's where it needed to be. Okay. The next match, though, no, it did not need to be the second match, if I'm thinking correctly. What was the second match? Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. That was fine. Second, that could have been the opener. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as soon as I look at my list. It's like that could have been because that was, like, really gets you hooked in real. Yeah. High oh fast. yeah, for sure. Like that was, I thought that, but going into this match, I thought that could be the sleeper match of the night. It was, and it. Yeah, it was really good. I, I just mean, I think everybody had that feeling that it was yeah going to be the best one. I mean, I would have liked it to have been longer, but 
All right. So the next match is the one that was too long. <laughs> no. I want to put it there. No. I'd only agree on the second part. I thought there were too many pinfalls. Like the Darby Allen and uh, Sammy was really good. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of high spots. Um, it made you – it really showcased both of the young talents that they have on AEW, which they haven't really been showcasing. Um, <coughs> there wasn't showcase of these are AEW stars. Does that make sense that we kind of built them up? Right. From AEW, they weren't big in Japan. They weren't big in WWE. They're going to be big here. Yeah, I will say coming out of that match too, when whatever secondary title they decide to do needs to go straight away on Darby Allen. Yeah, I mean I think every that's the whole consensus. Yeah, I mean that dude's so over. Everybody, the teens love him. Teens love him. He's got a skateboard too. Yeah, I'm sure they love him more than Ricochet right now. Ooh, that 24-7 title match. Oh, my God. Apparently Vince has given up on pushing him. If you couldn't tell by his last two matches. No, couldn't tell at all. And I think even going into this year, he had a losing streak. Yeah. Remember when he was on NXT? Yeah, the good old old days. And then they moved him up maybe too quick. Not skill-level. Promos, maybe. Yeah. Promos have never been a strong suit, though. But I feel like they could have just left him there a little bit to really build him up as a name and then shift him up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I felt like Aleister Black kind of had that, but they really built him in NXT. So when he got to the main roster, it was a little bit better. Well, I mean, they debuted on the main roster together as a tag team. Yeah, I know, but Aleister Black had been in NXT a little bit longer, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering if Ricochet just watches AEW and is like, man, I wish I was there with my friends. And not jobbing to Riddick Moss and being a joke to the OGs. Yes, exactly. Well, speaking Kinda of a match that wasn't a joke... I know it wasn't your favorite match, no, but, it, but it was my favorite match of the night. Pinfalls. The tag title match between you the Young Bucks pinfalls. and Omega and Paige. And I may or may not have uh, fallen asleep during it. Um, I can definitely tell you that you did because you did the thing where you jerk awake. And I know all about that because I've done that myself in the middle of pay-per-views. I just had the pizza. My belly was full. And. I don't know. I was getting a little uh, sleepals. A little sleepy sleep. Oh, heavy on the sleepy sleep. And it just like it just seemed like it was like a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of oh this spot here, this spot there. Oh, I, I don't. I just couldn't get as invested in it. Well, Does that make sense. I was gonna say not really to me, but then again, I thought this match was great. Like, I loved all the spots in it. I loved that it kind of told the story. Like, in the beginning, a little conflicted with, like, Nick Jackson, the way they go, you know, all out against them. But then Hangman comes in and wants Matt, and Matt's like, I ain't fucking around. We winning this. Yeah, and then the spot with the table. And yeah. I guess I'm just not invested in the story overall to begin with. Like, the elite breaking up, maybe breaking up. I don't like... It's more hangman. I'll say it's more being a page drunk. leaving. Yeah, and I don't. Maybe they could have handled it different. That he was just kind of. I don't know. I think it's I know. I think I know what it is. What? I think your father doesn't like three fourths of the people in that match, and you kind of can't go against your daddy. No, I don't. <laughs> That's not it, because I haven't listened to his thoughts on all of this in a long time. I don't need to listen to any of his thoughts to know what they are on this. Someone did have the, um, shoot, 
the clownette shirt on in the audience. God, I wish I had bought that before it got taken down. I mean, there's other ones that are, like, not it. Like, they're OG one, but, yeah, that I even thought about buying it myself. Go back to us. That was a pretty good shirt. I could have bought it and wore it to Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta walk go past and just be like, look at my shirt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me ask you this question. How long do you think until Paige turns on Omega, if he is turning on Omega? Like two weeks. You think so? Yeah. When's the next pay-per-view? It's in May. I think it's all out. Yeah, probably it's in that. Vegas. Do, do you think, though, he turns on them, then they lose the belts, or do they lose the belts and then he turns on them? Hmm. I think he turns on them before they lose the belts. I really don't even think they should have the belts. I know, you're not a fan of the whole... No, I'm not. Throw two nope. toots together. I, I am not. Especially c- when the next people they would have to wrestle were the Young Bucks, who... But... I kind of feel like they're going to lose the belts and then he turns on them. Like, maybe, like, Kenny's the one that gets pinned to lose it, and then he just buckshot Larry's the shit out of him. Or what if he's the one that loses? I mean, that's a possibility, too. And he's so mad at himself, he takes it out on Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. All right, on to the next match, which some people didn't think it was that great. I thought it was fine. was the women's title match between Nyla Rose and Chris Statlander. I wouldn't call it anything special. Yeah, and I really don't think it was helped by its place on the card either. You think you could have opened with it? Uh, you could have, or you could have put it on before uh, before the, the tag opener, match. Had that the opener, <coughs> and then I think if you just flipped the tag match and that match would have been better. Like I don't, I don't know because I feel like the tag. I know I I fell asleep through bits and pieces of it, but I felt like it was a very long. Was it the longest match? Yeah. Besides Cody? Yeah, it was like 30 minutes. Yeah. Whoa. But for those of us who have taste and actually liked it, it didn't feel like 30 minutes. 30 minutes just flew by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like the Iron Man match from Dynamite last week where that 30 minutes just flew by. No, that wasn't And I watched match. that twice. Okay. Well, <coughs> I don't know because I think the pack and um, Orange Cassidy was in a good spot. Yeah, like to me, like they're really, it. The only good place for the women's match would have been in the first three somewhere. Yeah, and I just don't think that like they built Nyla Rose as just like this beast. I like mean, she should just be demolishing people. Well, they've let her like demolish people, but like not like, not like squash match wise, just like. Throwing people and refs and opponents through tables and I shit. I want squash. I know. Also, though, this to me that m- the women's title match felt more like a match you would see on Dynamite than you would on a pay per view. I have that, and I don't think there was too much build into it to really. No, I don't think with I don't think Chris Statlander's <coughs> been on t- television enough to have her. Well, I just felt like there's no like. Nyla wins and they're like, okay, Chris challenges for the pay-per-view. And, like, that's it. Yeah, because now who's next in line? Right. Britt Baker? Maybe. I know they released the rankings today. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, didn't, I haven't checked in with her. I mean, I know Britt's in the top five, I believe. Do you think Britt Baker's the one who eventually takes it from Nyla Rose? Maybe. Actually, here's the better question. Does Nyla Rose lose it in a straight-up one-on-one match or in a multi-person match? Okay. That's what I think. Not one-on-one. Yeah, no. All right, on to the next match, which may or may not have been the second-best match of the night. Might have been the best. Mm, No, not for me. 
Well, the reason I say second best is because there's another match that was really fucking good. Uh, but is Cody versus MJF. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, that it was, was it was good. I thought it was a little overbooked. Yeah, but you feel that way with Cody a lot, but he does bring a lot of people down. Yeah. And I don't... Well, it's like something always happens. Arn with that playbook thing? Like oh, he's been... He's been doing that since he brought him on as his coach. Yeah, I know. But him whispering, like, holding it over his mouth like the football thing so you can see what, like... He, he watches the Kansas City Chiefs a lot, apparently. Let him be. What he was saying. And just, like, the sweater vest. And... He really likes Andy Reid. Let him be. <laughs> it just... He didn't... It did not... Okay. The thing I had about that sheet is it looked like it just had yellow and green squares on it. Like, it had nothing to really do with the match at all. Like, he didn't reference it. Right. He well, just had it. I'm sure they just made him, like, a football sheet and were like, take it out. Yeah, he, that's, yeah. Or it's a Denny's uh, menu. Who knows? Yeah, it really looked like it. Yeah, it looked like a menu. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had, like, a book, like, an actual book, and you just yeah. see him, like, going through pages. Yeah. To see, like, how to counter this or then, like, point and yell. I know that sounds goofy, but I would have liked that better than what he was doing there. Yeah. Well, I just I don't know what Arn adds to Cody's gimmick that you that they think he's missing. They bring up how the four horsemen and Dusty Rhodes used to battle all the time. That's the only thing he provides. I swear to God, this better not lead to a fucking match because Arn does not need to wrestle. What? Yeah, that's right. I said it. What? Also, I had a fear going into this match. Based on the Cody Rhodes Sean Spears match, and that fear was that MJF was going to lose, and then not recover from that loss, i.e. Sean Spears. Yeah, he kind of just disappeared. I, he, I don't think he's been built, on like dark and stuff, they but it's like build him as the Canadian Nightmare. Well, I it's won't like forever say that. Well, it's like the, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. That would have been good. But it's like they built going into the, that match. They built him up as like a they top gave heel. Him tally. Yeah, and they gave him Tolly, and then he just loses. That's it. But thank God, wisdom prevailed, and they let MJF win because MJF needed this way more than Cody. Yeah, like I don't think Cody winning would have done anything for him. No, not at all. So. He didn't win clean in the ring. Right. So you know, like so, but it was a good match though. On to, sounds like, your match of the night. I mean, I think it might be my second match of the night. Like, the Cody one was good, too. Like, that's the two I'm, like... The Jericho John Moxley. No. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about good old Pac versus Orange Cassidy. I like the look on Pac's face when he just said, shit, now I have to wrestle. Yeah. And that was his Orange Cassidy's first match, and I think that was better than Jake Hager's first match. Yeah, well, I think his first singles match. I think he's been in like tag matches. Yeah, but he hasn't like hasn't done, done anything. Yeah. Like I'm really hoping people watch that and go, "Oh, okay, this guy can wrestle. Awesome," because he's really he's actually really good. Yeah, well, I mean, you could tell that he had some like physical attributes that he's able to do that stuff with his hands in his pocket. So when yeah. he takes his hands out of the pockets. He's actually a good wrestler. Yeah. And he also held a fish in a rainstorm while he talked to the news. He also wrestled the Velveteen Dream in the Evolve show last year, and it was beautiful. It was everything you would expect that match to be. Is it crazy that Evolve had a lot of the AEW guys? Yeah. And and WWE wasn't able to seal the deal with them? Yeah. Well, it's also crazy, like, just about the amount of talent that just passed through Evolve in the beginning years. And it never really got any bigger. Yeah. You know like it wasn't mean? like a Ring of Honor. Right. Yeah, I can see that. So. But yeah, I think Pack versus Orange Cassidy is probably the second best match of the night. And the first best is the Brawl for All. With John Moxley and Christopher Jericho. Was that really your favorite? No. Okay. 
because it was not mine either. But I still I have Miss Jericho of three or four years ago wrestling. He's just a paint by numbers guy. Like he kind of is now. Like he does the exact same spots in every match. You know that he's the same age that Hulk Hogan was when he joined WCW. Really? Yes. Oh. And they he just does the same. His taking a camera might as well just be the big boot baby because it's yeah, coming. Yeah. Like he like stop that. Like if you want to brawl in the beginning, brawl in the beginning. That's fine. Quit it with the camera because I've seen it in every fucking match he's had since he went to New Japan. He trains so much on his Instagram. He's just training. So hard, lifting these weights, doing the cardio, doing the Muay Thai, and doing then the DDP yoga. Yeah, and then when it comes to his match, there's no like lion salts. There's no. I thought there was a lion salt in that match. Was there? Yeah. Sure. It's all to me like the Jer- like Jericho but matches. Under, oh, but I don't. I think he tries to reinvent himself and change his style up with every new Jericho. So this is the pain maker Jericho. Right. So maybe that's dumb. Yeah. I just think, like, if I could get, like, the first about five minutes of his match taken out, then usually the rest of the match from then forward is good. Yeah, I get that. So. I do wish that Jonathan Moxley would have taken the eye patch off sooner. Yeah. It or just not taking it off at all. It didn't really make too much sense at the very end when like he was going to win anyways. Yeah. Been like, oh, I be- he wasn't even like, oh, I even beat you when I had one eye. Think yeah. if I had both eyes. Like, I think it would have been cool if he would have taken it off like halfway through the match and then Jericho would have been like, oh man, my whole plan's got to change now. Yeah, exactly. I really have to wrestle. Kind of like what Pac had to do with Orange Cassidy. Exactly. But how do you feel about the title change? Fine with it. Foggy's gone on tour. Harry yeah. Langley was happening. That's the only well, problem with having Jericho as the champ. Well, no. Here's a, here's what I read. I read they did it now instead of at the pay-per-view in May. Because at the pay-per-view in May, they would have really expected the title change. And supposedly him winning now was semi-unexpected. Sure. Even though it totally felt like going into this pay-per-view, Moxley was winning. Yeah. 100%. That's why you can't really have Jericho as your champ because you're just going to think, oh, he's 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 on tour with Fozzie. It's going to happen. Right. But on that note, I will say I feel like all in all, it was a very good pay-per-view. No, I thought so too. Like I don't I don't think AEW has put on a bad pay-per-view yet, or even I a that was the best one, or even a just solid. good pay-per-view. Like they put on really good to great pay-per-views. I thought it was solid and you know, worth the worth the money. Worth the forty nine ninety nine, yeah. Split it four ways, baby. And I didn't even leave after the Rhodes match. I know, but you're totally, totally all about that. Yeah, I know. All right, let's get on to the other topic that I'm chomping at the bit to talk about. The Boogie Woogie Man this hey. Friday. No, but we can get into that in a minute. This weekend we had two Ring of Honor shows. And we got some really good news out of it at the very end. Because now we have a new Ring of Honor World Champion in Roosh. I haven't watched it, so I don't... These events have not happened in my reality. I'm sorry. I've done broken through your reality. We got a new Ring of Honor World Champion. We're moving past PAC and PCO. I don't know why I said PAC. I'm hyped up. I miss PCO as champion. He was a good champion. I don't think Roosh ever should have lost it. It didn't even last very long with PCO. He won it at the end, like in December. Not even a whole year. No, and that was never gonna last. He a whole didn't year. even make it past Leap Day, did he? Yeah, because oh it happened. Did? Happened Saturday. It happened on Leap Day. Yeah, he didn't even make it. Real life happens in March, so it it never mm. happens. Leap Day, fake day. Doesn't exist. You can do whatever you want on Leap Day. So PCO, still the champ. Sorry, he's not. Still the champ. And I think this sets up, like, way, way better main events. Because coming out of that show, 
Now at the 18th anniversary show, we have Roosh versus Mark Haskins for the world title, which to me is loads better than like PCO versus Roosh again or PCO versus Mark Haskins. And then at Supercard of Honor, Flip Gordon's challenging for the world title. Like, you can't tell me PCO versus Flip Gordon was going to be better than, like, Roosh versus oh, yeah, Flip baby. or Mark I'm Haskins versus Flip. Look at the storytelling. They're both in the villain club. Mm. The conflict. The story. The bedazzling. And besides, PCO already has a match at Supercard of Honor. Against Nick all this, baby. PCO? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, baby. Yeah, because let me spoil this for you. You want to oh know how baby. PCO lost the world title? Nick Aldis. Oh, Nick Aldis jumped in the middle behind the rest back and hit him with the NWA title. Boom. Well, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I think that's what he's going for. Well, that's why PCO lost it. I knew that he wouldn't lose it on his own volition. Look, we all knew that if he was going to lose it, it was going to be in some kind of like triple threat or four-way or something like Fuck that. It wasn't, it wasn't going to be straight on, one-on-one. One. your hot, sexy wife and shit. But yeah, Where does Patrick Corgan really need to rub him in? Uh, Ring of Honor's looking real good right now. Looking real good. We have to tell you what to do. Yeah. Like on our podcast that you can still listen to on what we do with Ring of Honor. Yes. Ring of Honor Supplemental, baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, guess what now what we're going to do that I didn't forget about? The Boogie Woogie Man? I actually did forget about that. Jimmy Valiant, baby. No. Uh, Staying on that piece of carpet. We're going to tell our lovely listeners how to win some tickets to Pro Wrestling Conquest. Text 899 to the number below. Call us on the Wings and Wrestling hotline at 900-989-5744. You can talk to a Nitro girl. (laughs) I'd do that now. I mean, she doesn't talk back, and she's super creeped out about it. But yeah, I do that now. So why don't you tell our lucky listeners how they can win these tickets? I just did. You have to dial the number. That is not how they're going to win these tickets. It is 512-225-6220. And you are calling the WCW customer service number. And you tell them. That you want two tickets to Wrestling Conquest March 13th in St. Albans. But this is how you really win. You follow us on Twitter at Wings in Wrestling. Let me make sure. Let me double check that because I think I have to make it something really weird. <laughs> so <laughs> you go to at Wings in Rasslin, W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. You follow us. There's going to be a tweet. You retweet it. Boom. You're entered to win two tickets to the best show in St. Albans on March 13th. You go to our Facebook, Wings and Rasslin. You share the post that I'm going to put on there. Comment with the match you want to see, that you're most excited for, that you're just jonesing about. Because you're getting two tickets. You and a friend can go to Wrestling Conquest, St. Albans, March 13th, Friday the 13th. Now, I'm sure some of you are listening going, you know what, that sounds like a good show, but I don't remember what all the matches are. What are they? Well, don't you worry, people. We're here to tell you what those matches are. And we're even going to tell you what match we're looking forward to. First match. We have Gory versus Levi Everett versus Trey Lamar versus Chance Riser in a Conquest Chaos Scramble. That's the match. I mean, that could be match of the night. That's fucking loaded right there. Levi Everett, Trey Lamar, both amazing talent. Chance Riser. Best sweater game in the biz. You know what I'd like to see Chance Riser wrestle? Dan the Dad. 
God, that would be so good. Yeah. Somebody needs to book that. Like, seriously, Chance Riser, Dan the Dad. I mean, why not? Hint, hint, conquest. Hint, hint. Yeah, that would be a good one. Next match is the best hand in the house, Larry D versus Beastman. This is not the Beastman from Masters of the Universe, in case you're wondering. This is the one that had the bone. Yes. That should be a good hoss fight. Yes. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun for everyone. And who doesn't love Larry D? Who doesn't he love is the like Beastman? Sec- he's like the, the feel-good story for the last year. Yeah, I can see that. The next match is Basad, the Neon Ninja, versus Karam Alum. Is he still bad people? Uh, that's what they said in Pittsburgh. Uh, but Karam... Jury's still out? Jury's still out, though. Uh, Karam, though, is the illegitimate, illegitimate love child of Rusev and uh, Jinder Mahal. Ooh. So, but he's actually... Karm's actually pretty good. I've seen him in uh, Rockstar Pro up in Dayton okay. and in Evolve. All right. So that could be a good match. And by could, I mean will be a good match. Yeah. I don't think there is a bad match on the card. There really isn't. There never is at a pro wrestling conquest. No, like, let's not. be real. The next match is a tag match. Conflicted. With Chance Profit and Misery versus the Linda Jane Express with Casey King and Jock Sampson. That should be good. That's going to be so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. They are the FTC tag champs. Are they? Yeah, I thought they were. He found the belts in the trash. No, they're not, because remember Jock interfered in the match. I don't know they're not. But anyways, that's going to be a great match. They are. It's going to be a great match. Somebody's wrong and they don't want to admit it, and I'm right. For a second, I was like, he cost him the title, but no, he helped him win it on accident. But no, I don't think they're tag champs. Yeah, they are. He found it in the trash. I know he found him in the trash, but that didn't make him tag champs. Yeah, it does. Also, it doesn't make us tag champs. Who said it didn't to us? We'll bring it up again on March 13th in St. Albans, 7 o'clock. Can you believe that guy showed up at AEW Dynamite? Wowza. The next match, which I think this could be match of the night, is Christian Cobain versus Jake Something in a best two out of three falls match. Jake Something? He's really, really pretty good. He's really something. making a name for himself. He's really something. I wasn't going to say that, but he's really making a name for himself. You know who he is uh, good friends with? Who? Dan Housen. Ooh. They drive around in the Spruce Moose. Nice. Mm-hmm. They blimp. I have a blimp story to tell you off the podcast. That's a fun story. Okay. But no, I really think that c- that could be match of the night. Like, there's, there's like one or two like standouts that you would immediately think this could be sleeper match. If maybe not even sleeper. Just I think Larry D versus Beast Man would be the sleeper match for me. I think so. Uh, the next match is another tag match. This is the one I'm conflicted about. It is Kirk Blackman and James Bunn versus Huff Manley and Rocky Rage. Is it James Bunn? Yeats of Mr. Rage. Mr. Buns? That's a different Buns. Oh, what Buns is this? This is the security guard oh. one. Who was actually a security guard at Rockstar? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Wrestling Revolver? Yeah. 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 This could be good. It has a podcast favorite and a podcast. Somebody needs to get the feces out of their beard. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, Yeats of Rage is kind of fucking clever. And it hurts me a little bit to say that. But we do love Huff Manley. We do. Very good guy. In and out of the ring. Yes. Class act all the way. Mm -hmm. All right, and the main event, which I'm sure some people will say is going to be match of the night, and it might be, and by might it mean probably, is a TLC match for the Impact X Division Championship between Ace Austin and Atticus Cougar. I wish it was a non-title. 
hey, we can have a new champion. I would really love to see Atticus Kruger versus Levi Everett. Ooh. Hell like, yeah. I kind of wish that would have been the booking. Like, I understand that you have to have, like, a big... Uh, that's <coughs> going to be the main event. Like, Levi Everett versus Atticus Kruger is not going to draw a house. Like, I get that. But, like, if you could rearrange the card a little bit and make that work. Right. I mean... Oh, my God. Maybe we can get that at the next Conquest show. Maybe. Maybe I need to mention that to some peeps. You do. Some people would be like, hey, Levi Everett. Holy fuck. Atticus Kruger. Yes. Hell yeah. All right, why don't you give us the rules for our little contest giveaway again? I did. Oh, again? Yeah. All right. Just in, just in case. On your phone, 512-990-5812. Customer support. Nitro. Or this is another way that you can do it. I think I got the number wrong. Um, it is, yeah, 1512-225-6220. Call that number. Nitro Customer Service. Or two you other ways you could that do are the probably a lot better. The real ways. Go to Facebook, share the post, and then also comment with what match you would like to watch. What you we will randomly choose these people. We'll say... No, the winner gets two tickets? The winner on Facebook gets two tickets. We have four tickets to get away. Yes. The winner on Facebook gets two tickets because everybody has a friend. So... You, everybody has a friend. So, we will probably pick Wednesday. So, that gives you time to, you Tuesday, we'll pick Tuesday. Randomly pick a winner Tuesday. You will be tagged in the post. DM, slide into our DMs. Give us the information. We'll be sure that you are on the list to get in. Now, how do they win the other two tickets? The other two tickets will be on our Twitter. That's at W-I-N-G-S-N-W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Wings in wrestling. There will be a post. You will retweet that post. And you shall follow us on Twitter. Then, that person will be chosen at random. And you will be given two tickets to Pro Wrestling Conquest in St. Albans, West Virginia on March 13th, Friday the 13th. An unlucky day, but a lucky day for you because you have won two tickets for you and a friend. Because everyone has a friend. Everybody has a friend that loves wrestling. And then you will be there. Or even if they don't love wrestling, you bring them anyways. You bring them in, it will be a fun time. this could be life-changing for them. It will be a fun time. Yeah. One person I worked with went to one. Loved it. Did not expect a lot going in. Absolutely loved it. So bring your friends when you win the tickets. And even if you don't win the tickets, admission is $13? Let me check. Oh, they should have made it $13. God, that would have been great. Oh, why are you looking at that? Breaking news. Teddy Hart's back in jail. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. What the fuck we're doing with our lives that Teddy Hart's back in jail. He was on home arrest. Uh, Tickets start at $15. All right, $15. 20 ringside, right? Yes. 20 front row, baby. Hell yeah. Come join your Sit boys. Like kings. If you don't win those tickets, you come join your boys in the front row. If not, we're, we're going to use them. Always. Joke's on you. We win. You lose. Somebody's got to win them. So do and those it could things. be you. It could be you. Like I said, dial this number. If this is your number, I apologize. On Google, it is the WCW customer service. It is 1512-225-6220. Tell them that you heard it from Wings and Wrestling. Or dial, or eight, or dial 8675309 and ask for Jenny. Or 909-909-9900. Get your parents' permission Dial that. Get your parents' permission if you're not 18 years old to get it on the internet. There's scary shit on the internet you shouldn't be watching or looking at. But you should be looking at your Twitter and your Facebook. 
for those posts. They're coming out after this podcast drops. Retweet them, share them, like our page. Do everything. Win those tickets. I'm going to get chicken wings tonight. Lemon pepper, maybe sweet barbecue. I don't know. I think I'm going with medium. We Do you have anything else for the good of the group? Yes, let's let them know where we're going to be at this weekend. Because there's two shows they should support. Jimmy Valiant, baby. The Boogie Woogie Man. Jake Manning, baby. Maybe maybe surprise running by tent. Ooh. Don't know. And George South. But we posted You're it. You're going to buy water from George South? Maybe. Uh, I might. Should I not? I mean, he's got it. Um, we did at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, I have a pass. Do you have a pass? I have a swear pass. Do you? Yeah, you, you've already went through your swears for the podcast. I've probably gone through mine for the month. Lazinga. And that's your cue to dial in the number. All right, join us this Friday at the Faith Centered Wrestling in Nitro at the Rock Branch Independent Church. Bell time's at 7 p.m. You will see the beautiful Bobby Eaton. Mr. Number One, George South. And somebody's favorite, the Boogie Woogie Man. Hell yeah. Some of the matches advertised are the Heat Seekers versus Axton Ray and Ethan Wright. I don't know those two guys, but I'm looking forward to seeing some new people. Uh, Then we have John Noble versus Jake Manning, the Man Scout which hopefully he has his table of highspots.com stuff. I need to bring my $5 wrestling for him to sign, even though he did not seem too thrilled about it when I talked to him before. So mm. Might have been having a bad day. Let's see. We have Eric Darkstorm versus Jason Kincaid. That should be pretty good. Yeah. And also in action, Axel Jaggers versus Carnage. And referee Doug Markham. Admission for this is free with a donation of two food items. So come out and support a good cause and watch some good wrestling with your boys. Hell yeah. And then Saturday night, you can find us in Madison for the Enforcer Show. Why is it called the Enforcer Show, you ask? Because they're enforcing some rules. Because good old Arn Anderson will be there. Along with ODB. Jesse Bell, also known as Jesse James from Wow Women of Wrestling. Ooh. Are the Gymnasty Boys going to be at this one or is that the next one? That's the next one. Okay. The next one is actually, I think, a little bit back. I mean, Crime Time? Crime Time, ODB. I don't think ODB's at that one. Is she at this one? She's at this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they're blended together because they're announcing yeah. a lot of the stuff simultaneously. But come join us Saturday night in Madison. In the gymnasty boys. Ooh. Too deep. Hell yeah. That one, unfortunately, it's not free admission with two king goods. No. Uh, admission for the one in Madison will be $13. Yeah. As always. Yes. Make sure you bring your ones. Yeah, don't be bringing like 20s or 50s. Yeah, bring ones. That's. I won't, I'm not going to say it's an issue, but just be kind and nice. Be polite. Yeah, be polite. Give them a 10 and 11 for all all $13 in ones. Go Hell crazy. Yeah. I might even do that. Ooh. Be their favorite person. Don't do it all in quarters, though. Don't yeah, be don't, yeah, don't, 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 be a, don't be a dick. Make it but do all those things I said about the thing. Come out, watch wrestling. Tell us what you like. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Got a YouTube. We might do stuff with it. It just might sit there. No, we'll do stuff with it. Might even be filming reactions of us to dumb crap. Yeah. Because who doesn't love these faces that you can't see on this podcast? You've seen them. We were on the radio. All right. <laughs> this has been another yeah, go, episode. Yeah, go watch our uh, interview on 88.1 that we taped and put up on Facebook. Yeah. All right. So check it out. Check us out. Watch for the posts. Try to win them tickets. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Signing off. Bye.